Hello, everyone. Now it's time for the Rose Rankings Prospect Update. If you'll remember, I am going to rhyme off the top 10 organizational prospects for a different MLB team, as well as mention a couple of guys you should be keeping an eye out for. Today, we are going to go through the Arizona Diamondbacks system. This is a fairly deep system that I currently have. 27 gentlemen in the top 600 for me. Now, various age ranges here. Uh, the furthest guy back, Cody Reed, is in the 590s, and he is 26 years old, playing at AAA. He's had a cup of coffee in the major leagues. All the way up to the top-ranked John Duplantier, who is my Rose-ranked 37th player. However, something interesting for everybody out there, I am going to very shortly divide up my prospect list from a top list of prospects into a top hitting list and a top pitching list. Now, if you can't see my hands at home, what I've done is I've taken my left hand and I've moved it farther to the left. I've taken my right hand, I've moved it farther to the right. They are going to go in separate veins from this point forward. I should say from the next, pro <laughs> the next podcast on because I have found it to be of no use to state that player X is ranked 35th and player Z is ranked or player Z is ranked 50th. If they are a pitcher and a hitter, their values are vastly different in the prospect landscape. So tonight I'm going to go through for the final time, the team rank one through 10, and then mention a couple of other guys from this point forward. I will mention them as the top so-and-so pitcher and the top so-and-so hitter or hitters and pitchers because I think that's the best way to do this moving forward. If you are a prospect hoarder or you are someone who is looking for the future, you do not care that someone is ranked sixth in the system. You care if they're the second or third best pitcher or third best hitter, if they have anyone blocking them in the system, if they have uh, four guys blocking them in the system, or if they are three years away. Those are the things that are important to you. Those are the things that are important to me. That's how we're going to proceed. I believe this is a new way to evaluate prospects that hopefully will give me not just some credibility within the list and the Dingers podcast family, but with some other prospect guys out there. Right now in the Twitter universe, it's getting a little hairy as far as what's going on with different ways to evaluate prospects and how are people justifying what they do. I'm going to put it out there for you. I unfortunately do not live close enough that I can go and look at minor league ball. I am located in Southern Ontario, Southwestern Ontario. I'm a little more than an hour and change away from uh, Toronto. So that puts me at about three hours from Buffalo, which I think would be my closest minor league team. I do have the MILB TV app. I watch games regularly. I watch a ton of archive stuff. I check guys out on YouTube and Twitter, and I look at other people. I look at uh, guys that I look up to in the industry, like uh, Chris Welsh, who has Prospect One, Eddie Almonger. Uh, there are several others that I think very highly of in the prospect realm, and those are the kind of guys who I think do it right. They have overall lists. They have team-by-team team lists. And this is something that I'm trying that's a little different from what everybody else does. I'm going to rank the players based on the offensive side of the ball and the pitching side or the hitting and the pitching. And I think that's something that's going to work out, especially if you are in dynasty leagues. And something that's very important to you is knowing what you, you need, what your team needs are in dynasty format. If you 
don't need pitchers or you don't value pitchers, then this list is going to be perfect for you because I'm not going to get in the way with 20 pitchers in the top 100 or, or 20 pitchers in the top 30. I'm going to tell you who the top hitters are. I'm going to tell you why I rank them the way I do overall with my list, especially once you get into our Patreon, which we're just developing now. And you're going to get to see a lot of insight into how I'm ranking guys that you don't see from other people. But enough of that stuff, enough of future talk. Let's get into the Arizona Diamondbacks here on the Dingers Prospect Podcast. Sound effects coming. <laughs> so by team ranked, one through 10, top prospect, again, mentioned John Duplantier. He's been up, he's been down, he's back up with Arizona. Um, he's a buy. He's somebody that you're going to want to take this year is an RP role and 2020 you're going to want to think he's going to be given a legit shot as an SP four. So he's somebody that I would pencil in my 2020 lineup in dynasty format, but somebody I'm looking to get this year because right now when teams start to kind of play with players, this is a great time for you to swoop in. Uh, in a couple of leagues, I was able to pick up Corbin Burns that where I didn't already have him because a couple of owners were thinking, I'm not sure what's going to happen with him. I'm not either. I don't have some insider information as to what Milwaukee's going to do in 2020, but I certainly think he's talented. And at the very least, he's an MLB player. And if we're going all the way back to something that I had stated a long time ago, information found elsewhere, that less than 40% of first round draft picks in major league baseball drafts make it and play over, I think it's 400 at bats or 150 innings pitched. I'm looking at the prospect wave and I'm gonna to start to track what other people, MLB pipeline's a big one. How many of those guys end up playing a certain amount? And I'll be able to get you that data as we go. But John Duplantier, he's going to be a guy that's going to play in Major League Baseball. Whether he is most beneficial as a starter or as a reliever, he's going to be a good add to your team. Somebody else, much further away, Duplantier is 24, is the number two ranked prospect, an 18-year-old outfielder, Christian Robinson. Issue with Robinson right now, we haven't seen him play yet this year. We're waiting. We're going we're gonna to put a, a buy hold on him. He's young enough that if in two years he starts to proceed and you've sat him on your roster, or sorry, on your, on your minors roster, um, you're going to really like the returns you're getting on him. And all of a sudden he's going to start to fly up lists. Number three, Jazz Chisholm. Kind of seems like he might be a boomer bust um, in the sense that he's almost um, home run or nothing because he's not getting a lot of extra base hits at the moment right now. He's a 21-year-old shortstop. Uh, Alex Thomas, 19-year-old outfielder. Uh, an MLB ETA, I apologize. I did not state the MLB ETAs for the guy, so I'm going to wait till I hit number 10, then I'll circle back. Uh, Alex Thomas, 19-year-old. I think he could be making some serious hay this year. Um, somebody who I rank quite highly is Paven Smith, first base outfielder, 23-year-old uh, with the Diamondbacks. I also have Taylor Widener, 24-year-old SP. Uh, I love this name. The number seventh ranked guy, Blaze Alexander, 19-year-old, another shortstop. Um, are, you, are you hearing what I'm saying with the age ranges here? We're getting a lot of diversity. There's you know, teenagers with guys who are approaching their mid-20s. Um, this is not a system that has a lot of guys at you know, every age group. There are going to be some gaps here, which, which is a good thing. It means that you can pick and choose guys from this system based on timelines that suit your dynasty format. Um, after Blaze Alexander, we get into uh, the first catcher. There's, there's two on this uh, Arizona team, Dalton Verishow. He's ranked much highly by others. I'm going to talk about catchers shortly. He's a 22-year-old catcher. Uh, number nine, we have shortstop Geraldo Perdomo. 
and a 19-year-old, if I didn't mention that. And number 10 is Jake McCarthy, who's a 21-year-old outfielder. A couple guys you might want to just, you know, have an eye for. If you are looking for potential help this year, Taylor Clark, the starting pitcher, 26-year-old guy, he, he's going to be up this year. He should get some starts. Depends, obviously, on health, but he's somebody, if you if you got the room, you can maybe take on um, way further down. Um, we've got Matt Tabor, uh, T-A-B-O-R, starting pitchers, 21, or sorry, he's 20 years old. I have his ETA at 2021. Um, he could be somebody that you might want to take a look at. And also, if for nothing other than the name sounds great, Harrison Francis, starting pitcher, 20-year-old uh, in the Diamondbacks organization. Now I'm going to circle back with my ETAs for the top 10 guys. So Obviously, Duplantier has been up, so he's he's here, 2019. Um, Christian Robinson, I, I think he's a little bit away. I think the Dimebacks are definitely not going to rush him up. 2022 is what I have him down for right now. Jazz Chisholm, I could see him up next year. Might be late in the year, but I could certainly see him up. When you've got a guy who's got a lot of power and pop, as Chisholm does, I think it's it's probably a little bit easier for the coaches to say, okay, let's hone in something with him. Let's make him a little bit better in this or that category. His defense seems okay at shortstop. He could easily transition to third base. So there's room for him to get up a little bit quicker. And as we're starting to see now, and I, I don't know if it's going to be the trend, we're really going to follow that closely. We see the Michael Chavis who comes up and starts to throw uh, in different, sorry, starts to get thrown into different defensive positions. We see, um, oh my goodness, uh, Austin Riley, who I have as the 15th ranked prospect. Just wait until I divide pitchers and hitters up and see how highly I have Riley. Oh, geez. Uh, listen to me. If only Ty was here to critique that. Um, I think it's going to be something to look at moving forward. Position eligibility, because good players are going to come up. As people say, the bat plays. If the guys can hit, they're going to stick. Whatever you want to go with. Alex Thomas, I have his ETA at 2022. We need to see him come in like a blaze of glory. I, I have heard people with bold takes think he could be a top 100 prospect by the time this year's done. There's going to be a ton of guys that come off the uh, traditional, wherever you want to look, prospect list for this year. MLB top or MLB pipeline, top 100, whatever it is. You're going to see a ton of movement. So now that I'm dividing my list up, so it's not going to be a top 100 of all prospects. It's going to be a top whatever of hitters and a top whatever of pitchers. I would easily say that Alex Thomas could be a top 75 for me by the season's end. But we got to see it. We got to see him play. We got to see what he can do. Taylor Widener, again, the starting pitcher. I see him coming up this year. Um, Paven Smith, I can see him. I was hoping if it wasn't for Christian Walker being, you know, like Luke Skywalker and just amazing, not that I'm a Star Wars fan, um, but I, I think he got pushed back a year as a result. So he's 23. I can see him breaking in next year as a 24-year-old. I mean, we're going to watch. We're going to see what goes on. The guys in AAA are only starting to get close to 100 at-bats right now. Uh, guys in Major League Baseball are at least 50 AB. Every day, guys, we're talking about here. Every day, minor leaguers are starting to approach 100 at-bats. So we're going to get to start to see something in about two weeks when everybody starts to get to the 150-plus mark. And that's when things can really start to kind of get honed in. Um, and then we get to Blaze Alexander, the 19-year-old I mentioned. I can see him moving a little quicker, 2021. 20, For him, Dalton Verishaw. He is 22 right now. I can see him coming up next year. Overall, for my catcher ranks, a little sneak peek on the Rose rankings, he's fifth. He's fifth overall. He's a hold. All catchers are realistically holds or sells if they show some type, some type of promise because their limited ability to help you long-term is not something that I think you should ever bank on. Anybody that comes up, uh, do I need to tell you about Mike Zanino? Um, you know, who else do you want to know about that? 
that comes up and doesn't do what they're supposed to do. Uh, right now, Gary Sanchez is getting crapped all over because he can't play catcher. Uh, so, I mean, just just know if somebody comes up and somebody does well, then it's a good time to trade them if they're if their position is a catcher. I have Vershaw in, in the Rose rankings at 275 overall right now. So I, I'm not thinking great things about him. If somebody's got a little bit of hype on him or if he gets some hype on himself by performing well, sell that guy off. Otherwise, just hold. Just wait and see. See what's going on with your system. Um, Geraldo Perdomo, I have him at 2022. And then number 10, the outfielder, Jake McCarthy. I have him as a 2021 arrival. So I do thank you all for listening to this little top 10. And I, I did tell you about a couple of other guys to keep your, your eye on. Um, Wilder Patino, a 17-year-old outfielder. He might be the one, one international guy that you want to keep an eye out for. There's Alvin Guzman. Um, he's a little further away, I think, development-wise. I don't know enough about all these guys to say for certain um, this is the safe time to see them. We're going to have to see these guys develop. When we're talking about guys who are in their mid-teens, we're talking about crapshoot guys, but at the same time, everybody loves these guys right now. So if you're in a really deep league and if you're able to pick up um, prospects mid season, something that's always fun to do is to trade two or three year good guys for someone somewhere that helps you on your MLB team and then pick up some of these deep sleepers. Uh, it doesn't look like it's going to work out too well with Pedro Martinez jr. With Detroit, but otherwise I think it's a good idea. Anyway, thank you folks for listening. This has been the prospect update on dingers podcast. I'm Robbie Baseball.